I'm Mitchell Kaminsky. I'm Patrick Cushman. And you're listening to Penske Material. You are aware that uh, Penske is interested in me. It's showtime. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Ooh, let's go racing today, boys. Yeah. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. Nice advantage, Martin. If you don't like that kind of racing, don't even watch. Kyle Busch is an ass. You're <laughs> not Penske Material. Welcome back to another edition of Penske Material Elimination Edition from Charlotte. I am Mitchell Kaminsky. Alongside me, as always, Patrick Cushman. Um, I'm not going to lie. And I'll be honest, it's a completely unbiased take for me. As you can see, that race sucked. Um, that was probably the worst race I have seen this year, mostly because Suarez got eliminated. Uh, but like objectively speaking, that was a terrible race for the first I think 85% of it. And it wasn't until a sign came out onto the track that salvaged it, which probably shouldn't be happening to begin with. Um, but yeah, I'll leave the floor over. I have a lot of strong opinions on this. I want to hear your take first before I uh, <laughs> give my thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, it was a total snooze fest, right? Uh, no passing, um, not a whole lot of movement. Um, and then at the end, where it was exciting, it was just guys running over each other. Um, and so that's not really exciting either. So total snoozer of a race. I actually did fall asleep during it. Um, but that's road course with this new car. So And they said they said this new car would be so good for road course racing. Um, and so far, besides Watkins Glen, um, really, that's the only – Indy was okay. Other Indy than that. Good because it was like a clusterfuck, though. It wasn't good. It was just good because that was like chaos throughout the entire thing. But I would argue, yeah. like you said, outside Watkins Glen and Indy, road course <laughs> racing has not been great this year. Yeah, and I don't. I, road America was a snoozer. Sonoma was a snoozer. Um, so yeah, I, I did not like the race, and then I just don't like how guys are running each other over, um, especially non-playoff guys. Uh, they see one opportunity to move 17th to 13th, and they're running guys over for that. I don't know. I'm not, not a big fan of that. You know, we've had, we, we've talked, like you said, the first two stages stunk. Had I have not had an investing interest in one of the guys trying to transfer to, through the <laughs> round, probably wouldn't have been that interesting. And it only got interesting for me, the only intriguing thing really in that second stage, actually even for the whole race, because like you couldn't get – it's a track position race. If you were racing for stage points, your your day was kind of over. It was kind of how you just cycle through, which is a problem in its own with these stage breaks at the road courses. But had it not have been for Suarez's steering issues, there really would have been no intrigue in that second stage either because he would have transferred through easily if it wasn't for the damn car breaking down. And now I can't even be upset about that just because Kyle Busch would likely still be here had his engine not blown up twice. He probably would have won the first race at Darlington had his engine not blown up. You know, we see guys blowing tires at Texas. Like, it's just bad luck, and it was his to the roulette wheel fell on <laughs> him this week. So, like, it sucks to go out because, like, he he, he should have went through to the next round based on they did everything right. They had the third fastest car there. Uh, they were really safe on points. No one could pass. Like, losing 14 spots wouldn't have happened, and, except for something like that. So that was unfortunate. And then, like you said, the, the reason the caution came out and it got interesting was because a, a damn sign got on the track and then everyone was just running each other over. I mean, once you saw Bell, I mean, because 
Chase Elliott, as much as we don't like him, he was running away with that race. Like, with five laps to go, easily would have won. Then they stack him back up, and all of a sudden, Bell has a chance. And I guess it just goes to show that, like, if you're you're close at any point in the race, you're giving yourself a chance. But guys just completely running each other over, no respect, which we've seen all year long. And the car's been a total flop on these road courses, and these playoffs have been decided. Like, Chase Briscoe should not be in the round of eight right now. Like, I, I'm sorry. He's not talented enough to be in the round of eight. The, the playoffs have been decided just because of the luck of a draw if your fucking car breaks down, which is infuriating to watch, especially now that it's come over to our end. And the other thing I'd like to get off my chest here, too, uh, just using this as a venting session here. I've been stewed up in this house, and no one in the house listens to NASCAR, so no one wants to hear any of these friends. But Cora LaJoy wins the uh, Douche Canoe of the Week award for me. The man's running 30th every week, professional podcaster who happens to drive a cup car on Sundays. He's running 30th, and he, he's running guys over for, like, what? For, like, what, one extra spot? Like, he heard that the 99 car is having steering issues, and it's tough to drive. And what does he do? He run one, he runs him over, and then he waits to pit another time so he can run into him again. Total dick move for that. Uh, and then after the race, I thought it was funny. You know, the kids are going to get autographs. No one wants the podcaster's autograph. <laughs> They're arguing. And then the two kids, I don't know if you saw it, like ran up to him. And he signed the one. Then had Suarez signed the one. And he had to get the PR guys to get the gate away. But I thought that was kind of funny. But good God, man. You know, he, he he's always complaining. Oh, I don't have any money. I'm on these poor teams. Like, yeah, well, you know, maybe you're not on any of these good teams because you were a talentless hack. Just kidding. I still like Corey LaJoy. It's probably not true, but still, that was it's it was a little uncalled for for me. And I, I was surprised because it's a guy I genuinely like, and he was just very unpleasant that entire race. But yeah, I mean, even Brad was running P5 and he got wrecked. Still finished 15th, but had a top five going for him. And just done because these guys just run into you and they're not racing, they're just wrecking. Um, and that's what these playoffs have been. TV ratings are showing it. Uh, second straight race, third straight race, TV ratings took a dive. Um, it was on big channel NBC. Um, didn't eclipse 3 million viewers. So uh, this playoffs have been really bad. Um, and showing. I'm hoping. Even with Kyle Larson, you think, you think Chase Briscoe, uh, you think he should be in the round of eight and Kyle Larson? Yeah. Tough justifying that. Yeah. I know. And I'm, I'm bitching about Suarez, but like Kyle Larson has a legitimate beef. He would be in if it wasn't for the reverse decision um, for Byron to get his points back. And then, like you said, if it wasn't for people running each other over at the end and, and ridiculous cautions, he also would have been in. Now I will say this for Larson, had he have not hit the wall, he wouldn't have been in that position. Like it was an error on himself that put him in that spot. Now the cautions didn't help, but because he ran into the wall, self-inflicted wound, you know, kind of put him there to begin with. You could argue that, but I agree with you. I mean, Briscoe shouldn't be like Larson is good enough to still be running. Maybe because they have a lot of these guys like Reddick, I think could still be running. He had some issues in the first round, just stuff breaking down. Um, same, same with Harvick too. His car caught on fire. And like Kyle Busch, like we talked about. I mean, there's a lot of guys that should still probably be in there. They're not. And I, I'm very worried this championship's going to be decided not on the guy that's necessarily the most talented, that's had the most seasons. I mean, at this point, is the champion doesn't even mean that much. I mean, it's just kind of whoever survives. It's kind of been watered down, I feel like. You'd rather almost just rack up race wins like that. 
Yeah. I mean, because what if a guy like Chase Briscoe, what if Blaney wins the championship without winning a race? I was about to say that would be the most, <laughs> that would be the perfect season. Is Ryan Blaney going to Phoenix and getting the win without a race win? With all the new winners we've had and all the chaos, the guy that doesn't get a win this season, where it's an emphasis on winning to get into the playoffs, the guy without the win <laughs> ends up winning it all. That's what I'm rooting for the rest of the way. If I'm being honest, all right, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Blaney to win it all just just for that fact. But I mean, like, what if Byron wins? I mean, these guys don't deserve a championship. I no, mean... and Bi- the Byron thing too. Guys race differently at Talladega because they thought he had a penalty. Like he yeah. should, like they thought he was below the cut line and they were safe. It completely changed the strategy. Like that. Also, we didn't even touch on the fact that Cole Custer is throwing blocks, slowing everyone down to get his teammate through. <laughs> oh, he was already going to be through. He didn't need those things. I mean, yeah, he's still. He went, like, Briscoe, he was, like, one point to the good and made it five. Yeah. But, and uh, Steve Miller said, I just read this on Twitter. I was on Twitter for the first time in, like, three years. He said that if the block had made it, changed from out to in, the penalty would have been a lot stiffer. But because it they didn't feel like it was, so it was, what, 50 points? Yeah, and then his crew chief. Well, he's only got like 200, so he's already 28th in points. Yeah, but the crew chief got suspended, and I think it was a $100,000 fine. Yeah, but Gene and Tony are paying that. Cole's not. Yeah, that's true. It's not like Cole's got to go to the bank or, you know, sell his house or, you know, pull his kid from private school because of this. No. no, Fines are all paid by the teams. Well, yeah, and it was probably it was team orders that probably told him. To oh yeah, but Tony's clapping him on the back. At a boy, I'll be honest, I don't have a problem with him doing that. Like, because we saw yeah. Elliot do the same thing last year. It's just if you oh, say yeah. neither are good though. In trouble. I neither are good. I think Elliot should have gotten in trouble for the sunny pull at Bristol. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Why well, have a teammate though if you can't have some scrub like Custer? The really thing was, is he's so obvious because Briscoe outbreaks him by like thirty yards. Yeah, and it was so obvious. Like, and at first when I saw it, I'm like, oh, Briscoe totally missed that breaking zone. And I'm like, no, Custer just held them up. Yeah, I'm like, that's the first thing he's done that's made the news all year. Honestly, yeah, yeah. How many – yeah, you probably count on one hand how many top tens he's had this year. I think he only has two. I know Indy was one of them, wasn't it? Road Indy Road Course was one of them because of chaos. And then was Talladega the other one? Or um, Daytona? Those are all crapshoots. Yeah, it was <laughs> – Let me look. <laughs> While you're looking that up, I will acknowledge the fact um, – I, I will give props to the number 20 team um that's a guy that you know they've been fast all year they were the best team in round one uh he's got three three he's had three top ten bristol atlanta and indy and atlanta super speedway indy was a crab shoe and i don't know how the hell he got in the top ten at bristol because that was also a crab shoe because everyone only 12 people finished with cars that were in one piece probably finished so he probably, he probably ran it like a lawnmower on the track and just yeah. Came out with I mean, Brad finished 12th, and he slammed the wall and had a tire go down. 
and he still finished 12th. Yeah, I mean that is very that's um, a, that is an excellent point. Um, yeah, no, I mean that's a good point. But that, I, I will say though, like back to what I was saying, I'll, I'll give props to the twenty team. Now everyone's giving the crew chief a big prop, like oh they went to pit, they had a gamble. It's like well, I mean they needed a win. What else are they gonna do? Where they were running? I think they're running in like tenth of the time. It's like you might as well roll the dice. You have nothing to lose by pitting to get more tires. Uh, and I think they needed a little bit more fuel too, just in case of the green white checker, which ended up happening. But uh, Bell needed a win. He clutched up, and he's been one of the better cars this year. So that's a guy that I don't mind um, getting into the next round just because of how fast they've been. I think you could argue they've been the best Gibbs car this entire year consistency-wise. So, you know, props to him. Um, yeah, I mean, big, big clutch. That was a clutch win. Yeah, I, and, you know, Chris Rebell's probably the most likable Gibbs driver, too. Yeah, because it doesn't say anything. Um, and consist- like you said, consistency – JGR has been up and down. I mean, um, it's probably actually been Truex, I think, has actually probably been the best. Yeah. Um, and then, but he just never won. Uh, Denny, I mean, he was like 28th in the points after week eight, um, but had two wins or something crazy like that. Um, Kyle Bush has had a bad year. Um, and then Bell's just kind of knocking down top 15s, top 10s, and one at New Hampshire, really good at New Hampshire. Really great drive there. Um, and good at road courses, too. So um, being able to do that, I mean, that's tough, um, especially a young driver. Not a lot of recognition um, from kind of the fourth driver there. Um, but, you know, he's he, he got the win when he needed to, um, especially at a course where he can't really pass yeah. too well. He made it happen late. So props to him, man. Now, I will say this for the next round. As bad as these playoffs have been, there's only been really, I'm trying to think, like, good races overall. Kansas. I could argue Darlington, too. The Southern 500 was okay, minus all the cars catching on fire. Like, that was an okay. But I, I think this next round sets up to be pretty good, minus Martinsville. But Vegas, the car's been good there, mile and a half. And then uh, Homestead, I think, will be another good race. So I think the first two races, we're going to get some actual racing where guys can pass each other. So it should be um, fairly – I think that'll restore some of the racing here. And that's been, like, the one bright spot with this next-gen car is the mile and a half. So I, I do think this next round will be a lot more intriguing than the first two rounds of Ben, just minus <laughs> I mean, you think about it, like – We've had more headlines for stuff going on off the track between suspensions and just like tires going on. Besides the act, like the focus has not been on the racing whatsoever. These first six races, it's been a lot of outside factors. And owners being mad about the business model. I mean, it's been a lot of negative press, safety issues. Yep. I think Mark, I'm going to disagree. I think Martinsville is going to be a good race. I have trust in them. The short track racing has been so bad this year. And it was such a snooze fest in the spring. Yeah, but this is going to be the last chance to get into the final. I think, like, guys are just going to – I don't know. I just think guys are going to go out there and bump and bang more than they did in the spring and not be afraid to do it. I mean, there might be a lot of running over and stuff. And that was happening in the Gen 6 era, too. Yeah. Those were all good racers. So, I I don't know. I think just – that last gasp at Martinsville with the beating and banging. I, I think those always turn to be good racers. I, I hope so. I hope so. So that was, let's go to predictions for the next round. So we got kind of an unusual 
uh, eight drivers still in it. Uh, Elliot, let's see. Elliot's still in. Blaney's still in. Um, Bell's still in. Uh, still in. Byron's still in. Uh, Chastain's still in. Logano's still in. And uh, who's the last one I'm missing? Hamlin. Ham, Denny Hamlin, yep. Um, so it's going to be interesting interesting uh, uh, round of eight, just with the, the guys there. I'm curious, who do you think gets in? So, like, we've heard all this talk about, like, oh, like, Ross, uh, people are going to pay him back in the playoffs. Hasn't happened yet. I don't think it will happen. Uh, I think he's going to be very dangerous, especially because he's been good at the mile and a half. Denny Hamlin's been kind of sneaky. He's got the experience. That's another guy to watch out. Bell we talked about earlier. I mean, I think it's going to be really intriguing. It's really going to be a dogfight because I, I see out of those eight, there's five, six guys that I think uh, could easily get in. Uh, and we ride off Briscoe all year, but, you know, he's gotten to this point. So I thought he's going to be out in the round of 16. So who knows? So who do you got going into the next round? Yeah, this is tough. There's a lot of talent here. Um, I don't know. I just don't see Chastain. He's been so up and down. He's been good. He's been great. Um, but then he'll just poop out of a race, and I could just see that happening. And if he doesn't get a win, I just don't think he gets enough points just because of his inconsistency. <laughs> I think Logano gets in. I think Penske has shown a lot better um, during the playoffs. <laughs> Minus Bristol. Um, Blaney's tough. Uh, uh, Chase, I think, gets in. And I actually think that uh, Kyle Larson will win a race this. Yeah. That's kind of a uh, – yeah, I think he'll win one of the mile and a half. Um, I could see Denny win, winning Martinsville. But if I have to choose, I'm going to go Logano, Elliott, Blaney, Hamlin. I like uh, – I think Elliott just because how many points he has. Which actually last week he should have gotten another five. Um, I mean, we were almost dangerously close. We said in the podcast, not that it was some hot take. He was the heavy favorite, but Ullman Denger would win Xfinity, and then um, Elliot was going to win the cup race, and it's five laps away. Uh, but I, I think Elliot, just because of the, of the amount of points they have, will get in. I got Denny also. I think the veteran experience is going to help. He, he knows kind of how to survive in advance. I think this is the year. Uh, I, I, I think I said that at the beginning of the playoffs, too. I, he, he's sneaky. Uh, and, you know, so he knows what he's doing. So I think he gets into uh, – I'm going Chastain as well. I think these mile and a half, he's been really good. Um, so I, I think he'll have enough to get through. And then four, I'm going uh, – I'm going by – or excuse me, Ryan Blaney, uh, I think will be the other one. Um, it's tough between – it was a toss-up between Blaney and Logano. I think it's going to be one of those two. But uh, I'm going Blaney. I think just the way the season's gone, the guy that doesn't have a win during the regular season, he seems to have luck on his side throughout the playoffs. He barely got in, barely survived round one. I think he's the guy that uh, sneaks in to the round four. If Logano advances, Darlington, you won Darlington, um, and you won Gateway. Um, kind of similar tracks. So... Yeah, he he'd be a guy that wouldn't surprise me um, if he got in. Like if I had to do, uh, I had to pick a fifth. He'd be like my first one out. But okay. if he got in round of four, it would not surprise me at all. Briscoe would be a shock. Byron, I mean, it wouldn't shock me, but I, I just don't see it happening. Bell could could conceivably could see conceivably 
sneak in as well too i think these tracks line up really well for him too but uh, i'm just going with the experience between the other guys and i think track house has had a bit more speed than the toyotas overall this year well i think i think if logano gets through this round i think he wins i can see it i mean they've been the phoenix type tracks they've been very good although briscoe i mean hypothetically speaking if briscoe (laughs) snuck through this round wasn't his win at phoenix earlier in the year yeah, it did. That's like, yeah. So I, there, there is a scenario where Chase Briscoe could be the champion if he snuck in somehow. Wouldn't that be such? Wouldn't that just be awful? That'd be such a kick in the ball. Oh my god. That'd be yeah. That'd be a tough way. Oh, that'd be the only silver lining is that Elliot thing. That is true. Speaking of Elliot, did you see what did you make? Did you see the video of him pushing away the, the, the camera guy? Yeah, at first I thought it was Kyle Bush, but <laughs> we're not like, Bush. I'm telling you, if it was Kyle Bush doing that, they would have called for his head in the media and all the NASCAR fans, they would have called for Kyle Bush's head. But because it was Chase that did it, he's taking a stand or um, he's showing his personality. So, oh, yeah, a double that, standard with him. Yeah, that was my favorite. It was like, oh, well, everyone's complaining. He doesn't show any personality, and now he does, and you get mad. It's like, well, no, that's just – he's just kind of being an ass. I mean, they're standing in the middle of pit road, which is where the most of the cameras are anyway. Like, this is where like, all the media are. It's not like it's some, like, private spot. It's not like they're in their hauler, and the guy's, like, peeking through the window, uh, or, you know, or he's somewhere, like, private. Hey, he's out in the open where all the reporters are. The camera guy's just trying to do his job, and he's pushing him out of the way. And then Devontae Adams took a page out of the Chase Elliott playbook later. I mean, we don't have to get into that, but, like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a bad look. And like you said, because he's golden boy, a lot of people give him a pass. If it was any of the Bush brothers, if it was Kyle Bush or Kurt Bush, oh, there'd be a Twitter frenzy right now. <laughs> what do you I think? Agree. I agree. Did you see the um, – oh, you know what? IndyCar guy, Connor Daly. He, he ran. Actually, I don't think Connor Daly did a bad job considering the car sucked and it, like, crapped out on him a couple times. But, like, I saw him hit the wall in practice, and I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go. This is going to be tough. He ran all the laps, and actually he was getting pretty good near, near the end. He was showing, showing a little bit of pace, I mean, for the 30s cars. But uh, good for Connor Daly, the IndyCar guy. Yeah, and Mar- uh, Marco Andretti, too, ran the X-Wingy. Yep. I think he had some bad luck, too. I, he got uh, – he didn't finish. Um, I think he said something. His wrist was acting up too, didn't like because I think he broke his wrist earlier in the year as well. But uh, I think he broke it in during the SRX year. Yeah, because he did win the SRX championship. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, yeah. My thing is, is he's driving that fifty car Connor Daly. I mean, they've never run a road course before. They probably have three Jamokes at the shop building that car. I mean. Yeah, uh, you know what else was he gonna do? I mean, you couldn't. Yeah, Earnhardt couldn't have run that thing any better than he could have. No, I was fully expecting him to bring out some sort of caution at some point, wreck someone. Uh, but he didn't. I mean, and the only reason he didn't finish on the lead lap, honestly, was because the car broke down. Uh, so yeah, good for him. I, I like the fact that we get some open wheel guys in in the Cup Series. I I, I um I think it's good. For, I wish they would get better rides though. Like yeah. uh 
James Davison ran the Xfinity uh, for JGR. And the last three years, he's been in Rick Ware racing equipment. Been awful. Really good in Aus- in Australia, riding V8 supercars. And he finished third. So, you know, these guys can race if they're given proper equipment. But when you give them, you know, heaps of junk and they don't do well, I mean, <laughs> nothing they can do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's like, what do you what do you expect? Um, Xfinity, quickly, Final Four they got. I, it's, I mean, it's kind of the Final Four we all we all thought we'd see. Uh, three of them going to be uh, in Cup next year, and, and Gregson, uh, Almendinger, and Gibbs. Dinger wins his uh, – the role for the fourth time in a row. Who do you got uh, out of the uh, the final four in the Xfinity? Um, well, first I'd like to say, very sad, my boy Ryan Sieg, he's gone. He lost. Um, it was a Cinderella ride that couldn't last forever. Um, but props to that team. Um, I'm gonna go with. I just think. Um, yeah, I think the top four stays the same with Gregson, Almendinger, Gibbs, and Allgaier. I want Allgaier to win. It'd be cool to see, like, a veteran. Racing Cup didn't do too well. Got a good ride in Xfinity, taking advantage of it. Um, although I think Almendinger, too, would be pretty cool. See that story get another chapter. Um, but Gregson probably deserves it. He's been hot as hell lately. Um, I don't want to see Gibbs win it. I don't think anyone does. Silver Spoon. Yeah. Talented. Don't get me wrong. I ain't taking away from his talent. Like, I don't think he's like one of those guys. I mean, did he get his right handed to him? Yeah, it helped that he had uh Mr. Gibb. Coach is his granddad, but like it's not like he's not talented. So I, I'm not gonna, you know, say he doesn't deserve a cup ride, but you're right, like you said, he's so unlikely. You can't really you can't root for him. I wouldn't mind Noah. I mean, honestly, yeah, I wouldn't mind Olgar. I wouldn't mind Noah. I'm rooting for Almondinger. I, I think he's you're right. Gregson probably deserves it just based off the season he's had, but uh, I room for the dinger to get it done. He's regular season champ. Um, you know, I, I think it'd be a nice send off to his Xfinity career. All right. It's getting about that time. Time for the wrap of the week. Last week, it was the battle of the booze theme cars. Uh, and, you know, I think, Pat, you won your second one in a row. You got the victory with the number four Bush Light car. I think more people, they just recognize Bush Light. It was more a victory for, for Bush Light in general than the car. That's that's what I think. But, um, yeah, a commanding victory. We've had a lot of close ones. That one, not so much. You got, uh, I think, over 60% of the vote on that one. So you get the first pick this week. Not a whole lot of new schemes either, so... First pick might do you well. I think, you know, it's because after I was on the three-race win streak, I gave you the first pick. Uh, and since then, you've never looked back. I think you might we might be honest with you. Whoever has the first pick always seems to win. But I'm giving you – you get the floor again. Uh, who are you going with? Yeah, it was tough. Um, there was a lot of good ones, I thought. Um, I looked through Xfinity. Um, I looked through Cup. Um you know what? I'm going to have to go with the number 31 Leaf Filter Chevrolet. Made it pink for breast cancer awareness. Um, I just think it's a good-looking car, that black and pink kind of combo. Um, typically, you don't see pink on race cars, but a lot of guys had uh, pink window nets. Um, and I just think that Leaf Filter one, it just pops. That pink 
It's a hotter ping, and it just pops off that black. So that's my pick. That's a good one. That's a good one. This one came down to two. Uh, and the one is used a lot. Like, we've seen it a couple different races this year. Uh, I was going to go with the six of Keselowski. I won't. This one's been used a couple times, too. But I'm going with the 24, William Byron. I like the Valvoline car. I think the white's a clean look. They got the stripes there, too, with a little bit of blue. Makes the uh, neon yellow pop. Uh, I think that's a kind of – it's a clean-looking car. Uh, so I'm going with the 24 Valvoline Chevrolet uh, for the, the uh, wrap of the week. This I, would, week. I would like to say my second choice was <clears throat> the Ricky Stenhouse Scott toilet paper, and it said, keep life rolling, and it had a thing of toilet paper. Um, oh! How did we- I think that's a pretty cool one. That is a good one. He always, <laughs> you know, he always brings it with the schemes. Kroger usually gives them some good ones. Uh, he's got the – good for them, man. Brad Doherty is bringing in the good sponsors. I, I tell you. I would say, though, the side of their cars look nice. But then they always have – it'll just be that blue with the Kroger at, like, the very end. And it always looks so weird because, like, you'll have, like, a totally different scheme on the side and the back and then just that blue, royal blue Kroger. So a lot of times the sides look better than uh, the whole thing because a lot of, it's kind of like how uh, the Menard schemes with the twelve and the two. Yeah. Which by the way, did you see the twelve Ryan Blaney. That was so weird. Higher. I was like, who the hell is like this new number twelve? And it was like, oh my god, it's Blaney because you used to, you're so used to seeing the discount on Cindric. I mean, it's like when Cindric runs with the Menards one, which I think he had this week too. I don't know, it was just off. It's like the two swap jerseys. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was like the equivalent. It was weird. Uh, looking, but you know, who I hope that I hope Blaney keeps the Menard schemes next year, though. I heard they're in talks with uh Richard Childress, he might be the Menards might be coming to the eight car as well. I guess they've had multiple sponsors before, but I, I hope it stays in the 12. Eh, it's a good looking, it's a good looking scheme. And you know, if they they keep if three chi doesn't go with um Reddick. I mean, you could have the eight car, you know, the candy man could get like the edible candy. You could keep the candy man tradition line because the edibles on the car. I think they might be onto something there. I think it'd be good luck. But anyway, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got anything else to throw in there? I would say I'm going to give my pick for Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Uh, um, you know, I think it's going to be uh, Ryan Blaney. I think he gets his first win. I think it would be funnier if he didn't win and then he wins the championship. But I think Ryan Blaney's finally going to knock off a win. Hunsky's typically good at Las Vegas. I think he gets a win. I'm going – I'm stealing yours from earlier. I'm, I'm going with Kyle Larson. I, I think he's going to be pissed they make it. I think he'll be coming with some heat next week. Um, I think this car stacks up – it'll stack up well for him. I'm either going – Chad. it was between Chastain or Larson. I think Chastain's been very good on these mile and a half as well. But I'm going with Kyle Larson. I think that's that's the guy to beat – this week oh <laughs> you know it's funny this is a complete side note i just thought it was funny there's a lady that called into sirius xm i heard the clip on twitter i, I don't i don't have sirius unfortunately but uh, they're calling into the, the nascar radio and some lady was saying that the next gen car is like communism like they were trying to make everything equal it's a new form of communism so it was like jesus christ <laughs> it's not that bad it, it, cars had its problems but Jeez. NASCAR fans are. Oh, I think so. 
Definitely a Hendrick fan. But what are you going to do? Could always be worse. Could be Formula One, where the champion wins the championship and doesn't even realize he won the championship. One of the most awkward championship celebrations I've ever seen. They literally had a guy for Red Bull, like, going through a PDF. Like, wait, did we actually win? It was it was a wild scene there in Singapore, man. Um, or Tokyo. Is that one there? Yeah. Japan. Japan, yeah. Suzuka. Suzuka, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's still four more races to go. Um, none of them matter, including the one in America. Uh, people will go and still call it a great race, even though none of this shit matters. Hey, there's and, a battle for fourth. Yeah. Actually, the battle for second is pretty good. But that's what you're going for, for a battle for second? Yeah. Fine. So the play, yeah. What are you going to do? All right. That's all we have for you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your week.